Dishonour not your mothers, now attest that those whom you called fathers did beget you. Be copy now of men of grosser blood, and teach them how to war. And you, good yeoman, whose limbs were made in England, show us here the metal of your pasture, and let us swear that you were worth your breeding, which I do not doubt. There is none of you so mean and base that hath not noble lustre in your eyes. I see you stand like greyhounds in the slips, standing upon the start, the game's afoot. Follow your spirit, and upon this charge, cry for the audio, the only, and the experience. Hello, and welcome back to episode DOS, 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 DOS of Police Noughts. Ah, 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 I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, yes, welcome to episode two of Police Noughts. Ah, we are here, we are there. And I am currently stuck on a flight into outer space with some purple-headed weirdo. And that is not a euphemism. <laughs> so I don't really know what's going on now. I had noticed uh, me old dude, me old mucker. Uh, oh, system, go to sleep. System. Uh, so me old Blair, who, my old blue-haired mate, he's currently stuck on a plane with some purple-headed weirdo. So let's have a chat with me. see what he has to say. System, oh, I've completely forgotten the controls. Look! He's got a really pale complexion. Why is your skin that colour? Because of my art because of my artificial blood. My red blood cells are actually white. White blood? Oh, he's got a bandage on his arm too. <laughs> I use first generation artificial wood. <laughs> artificial wood. <laughs> so sorry, redwood. Uh, uh, artificial blood. Which is less complex than the third generation. The kind you see on home. Jonathan, he looks awkward to talk to. Mind if we talk? Ask about his background. About your skin colour. God, Jonathan, you're really hung up on this guy's skin colour. <clears throat> it's really like that because of artificial blood all the time. It's like... It's always like this, yes. Are you from beyond? Yes, I was born and raised there. I had a, oh, I had a family to attend to on home. And, your, and yourself? Are you terrestrial? Not exactly. I used to be an amphibian. <laughs> amphibian? You know, going back and forth between home and beyond. An amphibian? You were one of the amphibians? It was a long time ago, back when we were called astronauts. Also based job. First, genera first generation official blood, you military. Something like that, yes. I'm a Forsner, after all. Uh, I'll spell Beyond. Beyond is a very nice place. It has 1G artificial gravity and its own plant life. Terrestrials enjoy it a lot there too. If you want detailed information, you should ask the stewardess. Ask about Forsners. Oh, shit, I missed it. Uh, Forsner is someone who created is someone created from artificially fertilised egg, held in cryogenic storage by the government or the breeders, as some of them call them. The egg is later transferred to a surrogate mother for gestation and delivery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard a little bit about them. Sounds fucked up. That, that was me saying it sounds fucked up. <laughs> um, there's still a severe shortage of manpower in the space department. You sound like I'm boring you. What does having artificial blood do for somebody? Artificial blood is high oxygen trend transportation efficiency than normal blood so it makes heavy blood loss 
less of a life-threatening condition. The body's functions aren't negatively affected in areas of low oxygen density either. Here it is perfect for people working in space. What time are we going to arrive? We're about one third of the way there. What am I going to show? I'm going to show him a picture of Hojo. I'm sorry, who are they? I don't know them. Yeah, I would, yeah, wouldn't expect you to. This is the photo of me and Lorraine when we went to Lucas World. Jesus, Jonathan, guess a lawyer. The one I have sitting on my desk back in the office never hurts to think ahead. Is that your wife? Er, no. Oh, is she your girlfriend? Something about her reminds me of a woman from that photo. From that other photo. I guess the ages are far, too far apart, though. If those are for SAS, I don't need any. What's SAS? That lid. Is that from a terrestrial plant? I don't think he knows much. Um, <clears throat> you don't see that photo much anymore. The police notes are from beyond, from before I was born. Okay, back. I've got nothing to really talk to this guy about. Let's push the call button. Uh, there's a button to call the stewardess and a button for the TV there. Okay. Uh, turn on TV. Let's see what's on the tube. Oh. Oh, it's moved away from my little scene. Thank God for that annoying aeroplane music. BBC News Order! Hey, BBC! Get in. Uh, Karen Hojo. Oh, it's Karen Hojo! It's Karen's daughter. Uh, welcome, welcome to News Order. The number of NARC users on Beyond has reached an all time high. In response, Beyond Coast Police has formed a special task force to investigate. Possible traffic in route from there. NARC is a semi-synthetic narcotic made from black poppy, combining additives of morphine with hallucinogenic properties of LSD. Mm, sounds interesting. <laughs> and it's space's most common illegal drug. The International Space Patrolling Agency, NARC, has recently uh, nearly a third of involved with space development. <laughs> I can't give up. And it expects that number to continue to rise. The daughter Jonathan. This is Karen Hojo reporting for BBC News. Man, BBC News has changed a bit. Ah. The Brits. BBC, the Brits. No, that's, that's a program from Beyond. The BBC stands for Beyond Coast Broadcasting. Another BBC. <laughs> Nicely explained, Kojima. Throw that one in there, eh? You cheeky son of a... Anyway, let's call the call button. I'll call the stewardess over. Ding dong. Oh, that's a rather sexualized shot. Hi, how can I help you? Oh, you're not feeling well, I see. Might be SAS. I'm sure it is. The best thing you can do is try to relax. Thanks. Is there anything I can do for you? You have exquisite legs. Thank you. But in zero gravity, legs appear thinner than normal because your blood collects in the upper half of your body. It's called bird leg. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I've got the option to touch her leg. Would it bother you if I touched your legs? Huh? Get your hands off me. <laughs> I thought I'd just take your hands and approach to learning about the effect of zero gravity, that's all. Oh my god, that's amazing. Jonathan's a pervert. <laughs> I did it again. You pervert. You pervert. You pervert. 
look, you really have nice legs. Uh, I can see you won those smooth talkers. That's a really tight skirt. Special skeptic. Uh, this is making me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, okay, the spurts with pressure on the admissions to prevent excess blood from moving to the upper half of the body as much as possible. And try informs the design as well. Oh! Oh, you're, you're not wearing a bra. They look so perky. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe my face. That's right, you don't need a bra in zero gravity, nor do you need to worry about your hips, breasts, or cheeks sagging. Oh, the options there to touch her boobs. Ah, oh, what are you doing to me, man? You know, I don't think I've ever felt a pain in zero gravity before. <laughs> Oh god, I'm so sorry, people. Oh my god, her boobs just bounced. She made a really sexual noise, and now she's saying, What are you doing? Oh my god, I'm, I feel like I should edit this if I'm. <laughs> oh god, so I'm going to touch her boobs again. Jonathan's saying, This would really, really help my SAS. And I bounced again. What are you doing? Uh, so you think you'll be sent for SAS? You don't seem very sick to me, my perverted little friend. <laughs> I'll hold off for now. I'm going to fly with her. If you're free, how about showing a stranger around beyond? Sorry, I wouldn't feel comfortable around a pervert like you. Oh, I wonder if I could have not touched her up and chatted her up. Um, ask about arrival time. How much longer will we till we arrive? Yeah, just enjoy and relax. You have some capsules like this before? Oh, you're carrying medicine? You recognize this photo? I've seen it in textbooks. Those were Beyond's original cops. There's not really much here to be said. I think I'm just going to take this medicine. It seems to be where it's taking it. Here's a relaxer thing then. Ooh, Takagawa Pharmaceutical makes it. Takagawa uh, Pharmaceuticals, huh? Thanks, there goes nothing. Uh, I've taken it. Anything else I can do with you? I can stay a little bit longer. It's called Moonface. <laughs> so, because of the zero gravity, the blood's all gone to her head, so she's got Moonface. You may not know that we wear a rubber undersuit, too. Helps prevent the muscles from uh, astrophizing in zero gravity. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Let her go. Thanks for your time. Be good now. Okay, uh, I'm very sorry. Uh, I just completely touched up that lady. <laughs> uh, so Redwood, back to her, back to sitting my my boring purple head, mate. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't feel like talking about anything. So I'm just turning on the TV again. Back to Karen Hojo, BBC News. Moving on to other news. Worldwide organ shortage continues to worsen. <laughs> I don't want to hear that voice. The numerous hazards around the space, such as weightlessness and cosmic rays, have fueled the rising rates of organ abnormalities. This is, of course, in turn reduces the number of individuals ever born for donation. The International Space Promotion Agency is calling for transparency. Oh, 
nations of Earth to join the donor organ list. This is Ellen Hojo reporting for BT News. Oh man, how do I go to the... Oh, there was an option to go to the... So I can see. Ah, finally. <clears throat> I just had to look at the purple hair guy again. Ah, took ages. So Jonathan's gone to sleep. After touching up a stewardess. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. We will shortly be arriving at Beyond Coast Spaceport. In the arrival area, you will each be required to undergo a space medical exam. Before going through immigration and customs, we will now be distributing beverages and salt tablets to help with things bodily fluids lost during the flight. So I'm in an anime sort of thing here now. Thank you once again for all of us here choosing American Space Pilots. We look forward to serving you again on a future flight. Cabin crew, prepare for docking. Oh, she's glad that I'm getting off now, I won't be touching her up. Beyond Coast. Oh, so Beyond Coast is a big space station. It's kind of like a long tube with a couple of like um, round rings rotating around the outside, I assume to simulate gravity. <coughs> and I'm coming into dock, moving into Beyond Orbit. Cool, so I've got like a big screen showing me a very dramatic scene. Uh, rendezvous and docking lasers locked on. Here I am, I'm docking at the space station. See Earth in the background. It's really cool. Such a beautifully made game. I, w I will really say that, this game is beautiful. Do, do, do. The option to save. I'm going to save. Uh, your four slots, I'll save on that one. File saved. Ah, that, so that was the end of the prologue. Bugger. <laughs> Act 1. Beyond. Well, this really does feel like you're playing a movie. What's going to happen next? Oops, I've kind of got an overview sitting in. Beyond coast. Where the heavens meet the earth. Not a bit less mysterious than before. So it kind of looks like a new. It's kind of laid out like a nuclear symbol. <laughs> Oddly enough. My negotiated privileges probably don't apply here. I'm not sure I want to look for Hojo by myself anyway. I should see if I can get Ed's help. I bet he'll be happy to do it. Ed should be at the main police station. He'll be in his mid-fifties too. He'll be all these years, so he must be doing pretty well for himself by now. I brought along my police notes photo and one of Lorraine for the heck of it. Might come in handy for something. BCP should be that far from here. Beyond the coast police. <clears throat> well, first things first. Time to see Ed. Oh, so here I am. So I'm at an airport scene. Um, there are some escalators off to the right going up to an uh, to a mezzanine floor. Uh, there's a tree in the middle. Uh, there's the signs up the top which are showing, you know, if it was an English airport, it'll just be showing delayed air flights going everywhere. And I can see Karen up in the top on a big screen on the BBC News. And there's just some general people walking around. Um, so 
assume I just have to sort of try and find BCP. <clears throat> okay, um, a low gravity escalator. Okay, there's a lot to look at here. Um, I'm probably, I've just been clicking around for about five minutes and I'm going to leave it here for now. It's going to be a short episode, but um, I finished the prologue, <laughs> which I kind of thought I'd finished on the last episode. So just goes to show, I've got a lot of work to do <laughs> in this game. Um, but yeah, I'll leave this as a nice short little episode for you all to uh, enjoy, uh, and then I'll treat chapter one all by itself, uh, mainly because I can't figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do <laughs> for the meantime. So I'll try and figure out a little way forward, and then I'll come back and I'll... Um, I'll try and get all of chapter one together in one big episode and then bang, bosh it out for you guys. But yeah, this has been your uh, audio only experience for Police Noughts, part two, the end of the prologue. From myself and Jonathan. Jonathan says goodnight, sleep tight, or I'll fucking kill you. No, wait, or I'll negotiate your children's freedom. Yes. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, folks.